Hallo, hallo. Hallo, liebe Leute. Hello, Rita. Why are you speaking German? Well, we have a mysterious, important guest with us today. Really? Ooh. <laughs> I'm hearing a voice. <laughs> yes. It's not just you. It's our mysterious guest. Guten Morgen. <laughs> Guten Morgen. I know the voice. It's Lady Easy German, isn't it? Yes, it's Lady Easy German. It's Gary. <laughs> Lady Easy German. Can I call Guten you like Morgen. that? Guten Morgen. Um, I prefer Kari. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the lady from the lake. <laughs> yes. We yeah, are. it's it's me. I'm I'm the Easy German lady. I can't believe it. This is really happening. Can you say Hallihallo for us? <laughs> Hallihallo und herzlich willkommen zu einer neuen Episode von Easy German. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Live, unplugged. <laughs> are you even watching Easy German? Yeah, I, I mean, at least, Rita, I know you learned German. That's how we met. Yes, exactly. But I know that, I mean, Raffaele also speaks good German, right? I speak German. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I speak some German. We'll, we'll see that later. Because Rita, okay. what, what's going to happen after the episode? Yeah, right. We are going to have a bonus with Kari. Auf Deutsch. Auf Deutsch? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Natürlich. <laughs> I mean, we'll try our best. <laughs> Not to make fool of ourselves in German. But yeah, we will try to have that since we promised our Patreon to talk to them in different languages. And since we have a few languages in common with uh, Raffaele, we're going to try that with you today in German. Voilà. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But Kari, I know you, Rita knows you, most people following Easy German and Easy Languages know you, but how would you introduce yourself? Um, I, yeah, I'm one of the hosts of Easy German videos and the podcast, and I'm also with Janusz, the founder of the Easy Languages Network, and now, yeah, I'm I'm managing it, basically. That's something that Maybe sometimes people who just know me from my role in Easy German don't know. Then uh, they ask me, like, why are you so busy? And then I tell them, yeah, you know, there are the other Easy Languages channels. It's not just Easy German. And then we get into a nice conversation. I'm sorry, someone is putting glass into the container in my courtyard we couldn't of hear the that. house. Can you hear that? No. No. Okay, that's good. <laughs> But that was interesting information for our listeners. Thank you, Kai. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but I want to say, I mean, it's amazing all what you're doing. And even with only easy German, I totally understand that you wouldn't have time. I mean, uh, because of you, uh, we, like you started this amazing um, adventure, let's say, with uh, Janusz and the whole story behind it. We are so interested in knowing everything because Raffaele is part of Easy Italian and part of Easy French. And because of this amazing idea you had, guys, we are here today and we are able to make also this podcast. So would you like to tell us more <laughs> about, you know, everything, how it all started? It's a very long story, but I'll try to make it short. Janusz was having a media group in a high school and he was actually filming the first episodes with some of his students as just it was just basically a random project um there were two girls in vietnam that we knew of that they were learning german so we wanted to make them a gift and we recorded this video where we went to the streets in münster in my hometown and we talked to people in the streets we basically just said hello and saw how people reacted and this video then 
at some point Janusz put it on YouTube because he heard of this new platform that allowed you to upload videos and show them straight in the browser, which was new at the time. That was 2006. Wow. And YouTube is from 2005. <laughs> Just to remind ourselves how long that is ago. Wow, right at the beginning. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And then, well, other people, then the two girls happened to see the video and started commenting. And it, yeah, it was just a few, I think, maybe then a few hundred people watched the video. And yeah, then we started to make a second video, a third, a fourth. But this was all in like, maybe every few months we had an episode and it was never really meant to be a show because we basically didn't know that this that this exists. We didn't know that YouTube was becoming a creator business and that you could create shows and that you could make a living with it. We somehow saw that other people did that, but I'm I was myself not really that much into YouTube and I think Janusz wasn't either. Today, like when he stands up in the morning, the first thing that he does is he goes to YouTube and he gets all these recommendations. Then he opens like 40 tabs and then he, with the videos he wants to watch in the day, and then he works <laughs> through it. So he lives on YouTube. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. It sounds like a wonderful plan for, for the day. Yes, absolutely. So, and at some point, I think this was 2013, um, YouTube actually reached out to us. There were more things happening at that time, but I would say this is sometimes what I describe now as like kind of a Kickstarter event for us to go all in, to say like, okay, we'll 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 put all our energy in building this up because then someone from YouTube, essentially they had a partners manager whose, whose task it was to identify channels that could do better and equip them with the knowledge to wow. build their own business. These were kind of eye-opening. I learned that, you know, people do live from YouTube. They can make this, turn this into a business. And you can have, or you should actually have regular shows just as on TV. This was one of my biggest learning because obviously YouTube does not work. Oh, shit. Am I still here? Yes, you yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you can cut this out. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. My, my screensaver turned on and I thought for a second I was gone. So, yeah, YouTube actually does not work like TV, but they said this is the one thing where we should work like television. You should create a show that airs regularly and this is one of the key success factors which is one of the learnings that we got from them so we said okay from now on every wednesday every sunday there will be an episode and we stuck to this promise for years we still do but back then i it was just janish and me and i was like still working part-time on another job that was a long journey yeah yeah we are talking about 16 years is that correct yeah 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 true I have watched one of the very first uh, episodes from the from the channel, uh, Easy German Number Six. This would be like the Impfung der Woche. Yeah, and it, it's carry grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know one for the ages. Yeah, uh, with you asking people outside of the supermarket what have you bought, 
And at some point, even hiding yourself to surprise <laughs> people. That was my first appearance, actually, on Easy German. Yeah. We used to have different people because Janusz created this with his students and I was not part of this group. Um, so I was sometimes coming in, but I was not there regularly. And then the, well, this partners management told us that, hey, you need a regular host, a, a person that people identify with and that people come back for. And then I discussed with Janusz, like, who could that be? Because his students were obviously still in high school. It was not a reliable model. So then we said, like, okay, I, I will be in front of the camera, even though I, that was not... I, I like to be more behind of the camera at that point. And then we said like, okay, I'm the only native speaker among us. I should be in front of the camera. And that's how we started to have regular episodes with me. And the rest is history. <laughs> the rest is history, yes. But I have another question for you. I mean, a few of us know about this story because you had the chance to say it in your podcast, in your videos maybe, and share it with some Patreon. But can you really tell us something, Kari, today that nobody expects? Or knows something you know doesn't have to be personal, but something that we don't expect from you. In in general, <laughs> it could be cool if it's connected to, of course, uh, easy German. Um, <laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind is that I was a huge fan of Formula One, but this is Whoa. not connected at all. <laughs> no, but I love it. <laughs> How is that? I used to I used to get up in the night to watch cars race around. In a circle, basically, for hours. <laughs> in Singapore, for example. But this is completely unrelated, Rita. Yeah, but it's crazy. Uh, we love it. I mean, people <laughs> know you. You know, you're so famous. I mean, personally, when I'm in uh, on the streets of um, Paris, I meet people and they're like, easy French, but do you know easy German? <gasps> you know, Kari? You know, like, they're like so happy. Or you're like, yeah, we no. met her and everything. So if we can give them, you know, something like that is unexpected from you i mean i love it to hear myself to learn that you loved uh, formula one and i'm actually a great fan too really so i this is a passion we we share and uh, when you said i used to watch uh, uh, formula one i immediately thought about michael schumacher yes and and everything that he has won yeah i was just thinking about that i i just got a notification about the results of, of the free practices of formula <laughs> one okay maybe we meet for formula one weekend i'm not watching anymore i have to say but i do watch the netflix series now is it drive to survive yes and i really binge it i really like it i find it it's i i guess it's like a whole thing on its own because i think people watch it who have never watched formula one before but i still it reconnects me with this previous passion i love that that you're saying this because you spoke about singapore and i had the chance in shanghai but also in singapore to go for formula one and it's always no. yeah of course uh, every i mean year is a huge event and you have also like you can go, even go party after with uh, the drivers and everything in shanghai so was a jealous. huge thing so i would love for us <laughs> as soon as the you know the borders are open to get you there since i know well the city and we can go and watch it there together <laughs> or in singapore if you prefer That would be amazing. I've been once uh, with Janusz in Singapore while the Formula One race was there. And we just went, it was exciting for me to go close to the tracks, but we didn't even have tickets. They were so expensive and mm. we couldn't afford them. But it was, um, 
Exciting. Mm-hmm. Or I have a last idea. We can also take you to Monaco, which is close to Italy. Of course. And like close to France. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we kind of meet in the middle. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be expensive though. Right? Yeah. Very expensive. Well, yes. But that's awesome. Yeah, we were happy to learn that about you. But we, we received like a, a question from somebody you know very well, who's a patron mm-hmm. like in different languages. And it's DJ. Hey, DJ. <laughs> yeah. DJ would like to know uh, what is more enjoyable for you uh, or more difficult for you to work uh, within the Easy Languages Network or specifically for the Easy German channel? That's two different questions. <laughs> is it more enjoyable or more? What was the second one? More difficult. More difficult. And um, well, maybe I can say in, in general, and I think this is something that you will also face at some point. I mean, I've had this in all my projects that if things become too repetitive and you always do the same, you're looking for new challenges, I would say. And in content production, like, I think, like, I don't know if everyone has heard of this, but it's a thing that like YouTuber burnout is a thing that people, they kind of chase a thing which you can never get. You always want to, I don't know, have more views, become more popular. It's easy to burn out in the system where you feel forced to produce something every week and you don't really step out of it Um And I'm very happy that we created this group of people. I see that other channels where maybe everything is focused on one person, they will suffer from this at some point. There's even now, there are videos about the creator life cycle and it says that the the average creator lasts seven years until they burn out. And this is something we should be careful about or Let's say I'm happy that our project is not focused on sole personalities, but it's it's a concept and it's a teamwork. And so I'm happy with Easy German. I'm happy to create videos. I'm happy to sometimes have more time to create certain videos or certain podcast episodes. And I'm happy that I'm no more in this position where I have to, like I personally have to work on two videos per week because It's exhausting and it leads to you go for things that you have to do faster. You know, there's like these trends on YouTube with videos that take less time to produce, but they go more easily viral. Mm-hmm. And then every YouTuber chases this trend because all of them have the same problem. They want more clicks and they have less time to spend or even less energy to spend. I think with Easy Languages, we... Yeah, we have this huge chance that we work in a network of people. This is like, first of all, in a network in our teams, like no one of us is alone. We have other team members to rely on. We have other team members in front of the camera. So the focus is not on one person and this burden is also not on one person. And then we have this bigger network where we can you know, motivate each other, inspire each other, and also support each other. And I really like this idea. Like, I'm not really sure when we started having other teams. I think it was in 2013. But now this network that we have where we meet regularly, like we meet in person maybe once a year, we meet online every month, we give each other feedback, we watch each other's videos, we share the same pain sometimes but also the same joy and the same 
have the same interest. I just find it fascinating. I don't know if it answers the question, but it, to me, this is like the thing that keeps me going because we created more than just one YouTube channel where people follow for one certain person or one certain type of content. We created a network with different ideas and different people. And that, I don't know, that always makes me motivated. There's like, like even if I'm tired, I find it, I always see someone else who's excited and then that makes me excited again. That's wonderful. You're totally right, Kari. And uh, we are very happy because we're learning a lot from you also. I mean, on our own, with our own teams, you know, and um, not doing the same mistakes kind of and learning to keep on enjoying because we are all quite lucky, you know, to do what we love and to be able to share passion about, you know, learning languages and teaching languages. So it's really cool. But I think we're going to go to the next section. Kari, we've talked a, a little bit about you, about the Easy Languages Network, Easy German, but we would like to go to uh, a different topic now, and it's uh, the language topic. Now, <laughs> uh, we would like to ask you uh, your favorite German expression. <laughs> Bonus points if it's a, a witzig one, a funny one. <laughs> Wait, let me just see, because I now promised myself and our audience that I'll give them a new expression. Actually, another one just came to my mind because that was yesterday. We were with um, a group of students from our Easy German Summer School. We had a Berlin underground tour and the guide used an expression that I just thought like everyone knew, but actually it turned out no one knew it. And I then realized that it's an idiom. And for some reason, I didn't even, it was, it's so usual to me that I didn't even see it as an idiom. So in Germany, you would say, I do my big business. What do you think, what does that mean? That you're very busy. <laughs> Ein großes Geschäft machen. Oh, uh, to go to the toilet. Yes. In French is the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. How it, does it sound in French? Uh, so, uh, c'est faire la grosse commission. <laughs> grosse commission. <laughs> Et la petite, also. <laughs> But I thought in Italian yeah. was the same, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, we say atto grande and atto piccolo, where atto is like, you know, an <laughs> the opera. Act. Yeah. yeah, big act. Act one, act two, stuff oh, like that. Oh, wow. No, you have an audience when you do that. <laughs> Hope, hopefully not. <laughs> okay, when you listen to this episode, please tell us if this also exists in your language. Apparently, it also exists in English. You can say to make a business. But still, like, it took, like, in the group, most people didn't have this connection immediately. And then they just thought the guide was talking about a business and not about going to the <laughs> toilet. Kari, this tells me that you have listened to our episode number one where we talked about idioms and how you should not, uh, you know, translate word by word. Yeah. You, you missed the big picture if you do that. I mean, yes. uh, I'm sorry, but I don't want to have any pictures. <laughs> in this yeah. one. Oh, but um, yeah, we have a little uh, other question for you, uh, quite vast and like large, but do you have any learning tip, specific tip you want to give to our, you know, listeners today? On how to learn a language? Yeah, German in particular, if possible. Well, come to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, obviously there are a lot of tips and it depends 
a bit on on the person, obviously, because people do have different challenges. And I do meet a lot of people who are also, or not a lot, but I do sometimes meet people who are like not afraid of talking. And then I meet people who are afraid of talking and making mistakes. And I feel like this is one of the hardest things to overcome. Like if you're really shy in talking and shy in, I mean, I think everyone is afraid of making mistakes or of sounding stupid or sounding like a child. And a foreign language is always a barrier, even if you speak it well. Like if you have like an argument in a foreign language, you're always disadvantaged. Or if you want to express yourself and your language knowledge is still small, you know, you are afraid to sound like less funny, less intelligent than you actually are. And I think putting yourself out to this challenge and accepting that this time you may not sound as smart as usual or as funny as usual and be okay with it. I think this is something that, you know, you also mentally have to prepare for and to accept. And I feel like sometimes we talk a lot, a lot about concepts and methods and techniques to memorize vocabulary, but the mental part to accept making mistakes is for some people also really important. Maybe not to people like you two who just like to chat and talk and you're not afraid to make mistakes. You're not afraid maybe to go to other people and talk to strangers. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe you have such a history where you were also afraid and had to overcome this barrier. But I feel like sometimes this is a real big um, barrier for some people. So to be more specific, I know that we don't have to change our accents when we speak foreign languages because I feel it tells a lot about us and who we are. But uh, wie kann man die Aussprache der deutschen Sprache verbessern? You know, like how can they yeah. improve their pronunciation? Because maybe sometimes it makes the communication easier with others, you know? Do you have a specific tip on that? That's true. I mean, I'm now using Seedlang, a company that we work with, to where they usually they use this shadowing technique but you can also obviously do this without an app like basically you repeat like you mm -hmm. listen to something and in the app you then record yourself and you have to listen to yourself which is sometimes painful when you hear my <laughs> spanish accent but it's it's a good practice to force yourself to sp speak from day one because in a lot of contexts including maybe watching our videos, you're not asked to speak. You can go a long time with just listening and maybe you build great listening skills, but then you have this barrier. I learned French in school for like, I think four years. Oui. And I was so afraid to speak. I couldn't say anything. And that's, I mean, maybe we, yeah, maybe we worked on our pronunciation in class, but our teacher was also not a native speaker. So we never really felt like, we were saying anything that actually sounded French. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, it's going to sound cheesy, but your French pronunciation is perfect. We heard you many times with ah, the yeah, girls. Ah, yeah. yeah, bonjour <laughs> and everything. It's perfect. It's bonjour. very clear. Yeah, it's very clear. Okay. <laughs> oh. All right, Kari, I'm going to have to ask you this because this is probably the most frequent question in the YouTube uh, channels of uh, Easy Languages. Is Easy really your sister? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 
Yes. yes. Izzy is my sister. And the whenever we put her videos in our production calendar, we mark them as Easy German. <laughs> the, the old joke, it still works. Sweetie. Yes. And it's funny because the, the audience takes over this joke. Like whenever she posts a new video, people write like Easy German is back, like Easy with ISI. That's cool. Um, and I'm asking you this question uh, because we've got something exciting to announce. And that is that the Easy English uh, channel, they have just launched their podcast as well. So it was just out uh, this week and I made sure I listened to the trailer and episode number one. Both are out already. And I have to admit, it's very funny. You can, you know, it's hilarious. It's, uh, you can see uh, the, the couple's humor. <laughs> That's amazing. That works really well if you have a couple talking to each other. And I like must say, like maybe as a background for those who don't know, Easy, my sister, lives in England. She is married to Mitch, an English man, and they do Easy English in Brighton, which is a a great town. It's like this maybe 10% of the size of Berlin, but it has more music shops than Berlin has. And it has a really creative art scene. And you see this in the videos. Lately, when Janusz and I visited, Janusz's dream was to go out to the streets and to host one Easy English episode. And he was so happy because people are really different, maybe generally in the UK, generally in England, But specifically in Brighton, it's just like such a nice atmosphere. But when you ask them, what is the meaning of life? <laughs> Which, of course, Janusz asked. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something nice. You know, in Germany, lots of people don't want to talk to you. They don't enjoy being interviewed. They are overwhelmed by this question because they take things very literally. And I think British people in general have more humor and they kind of always want to make a joke. I, as a German, I had, I mean, we've just spent two weeks in England and it's so like, it's still a culture shock for me again and again, how friendly people can be outside Germany, but maybe particularly <laughs> oh in, the, in, in the UK. <laughs> It is true. I feel like with Easy German, sometimes we create like... um An illusion, you know, because people think, think that, that everybody's nice like you guys, right? Yeah, or even the people that we interview. But it's like a process, you know, we only even approach people who look happy and talkative. Right. And from those people, we still take, you know, we still take only the funniest and nicest answers. So in a way, we show a very particular part of German society. The highlights. <laughs> the highlights, which I still think is legit. You know, because we try to make a lot of people who are new to a country, they first make contact with things that are not all right. Or maybe it, these parts are overwhelming to them when they meet people in the streets who are not nice. They come across challenges. They have questions that are unanswered. So I think it's a legitimate idea that we show the nice parts and make people feel welcome and make give people the chance to connect to Germans who are usually have maybe more of a barrier when it comes to talking to strangers. But then in the UK, it's like people naturally like to flirt, essentially, or <laughs> in a in a non-sexual way, you know? People are just talking to each other nicely. You come into a shop and you feel like people do actually care about you. And I don't know. I talk to other people in 
England and they said it's like it's often also like um a facade uh, uh, une, une facade une facade un mot français like how do you call this in English like it's, it's a facade a, it's the same like, like a, it's just a, it's a, a kind facade. of poker face <laughs> yeah and then like maybe British people are never really truly showing their feelings and that's also problematic but I still like this I like when you make an effort to greet other people and to make them feel welcome and Yeah, sometimes in Germany that's an, an issue, a big one. But we are off topic. Listen to the Easy English <laughs> podcast. It's great and easy and rich. Um, are lovely people with a great sense of humor. Yeah, it's true. And people also in the streets are nice. So you're going to have really nice things to listen and talk about. <laughs> yeah. um, Kari, what's next for Easy Languages, for Easy German? Oh, that's a, um, a big question, Rita. Yeah, I'm doing, like, I'm playing Janusz today. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, we, I don't know, we just continue having fun. We continue providing great language learning content. We want to expand, further expand the network with bigger and smaller languages eventually. So we are still, it's not always possible because it's also a matter of resources, but this is kind of our promise that whenever we do have extra resources, we want to invest them to make the network grow and also give attention to smaller languages that maybe, yeah, that are also great to document and see and learn and listen to. And yeah, I like this idea. I like this promise that um, we at some point will include more and more diversity in our network. And we I love, love it. that. <laughs> Karin, one last thing for you. Uh, we are a little bit shy, so we don't really feel comfortable in promoting our own podcast, <laughs> which is not only ours, but the podcast of the whole uh, community. So we'll let you do that. <laughs> like yes. the, the right question is, why should people become a Patreon for our podcast, our network podcast? And how they, can they do that also? And what would they become? Like, get, become. I'm thinking already in German. Oh, my German is so good. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> so, Kari? That's a good point. I thought you wanted me to tell people why they have already listened to this episode. But yes, you become, you can become a member of the Easy Languages podcast and then you get more of Rita and Ralph, you know. <laughs> You get the behind-the-scenes material. You get to see and listen to who they really are <laughs> when <laughs> when the official recording stops. It's funny because I I know that you do an after show and we do this with Easy German too. And sometimes it's just we feel like there is this tension that we have in the regular episode, which is it's there for a good reason. But then when this tension falls sometimes we feel like we still keep on talking on a topic for like like in a more relaxed way and in a longer way than in the actual episode so we sometimes create after shows that are <laughs> that have even more or they let's say they still have a lot of content that never make it to the actual episode mm. so this is a good reason to listen right yeah now when this episode is over we will continue talking And in German. No, that was a joke. He's going to be in Spanish with Kari. <laughs> Then we talk about the real De secrets of the Easy Languages Network. Definitely the real secrets. <laughs> so come to it. Kari, vielen Dank. Thank you very much for being here. Uh, that was a huge honor for us. And uh, I'm sure 
the listeners will have learned a lot from this interview. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a joy being with you and a pleasure and <laughs> much fun. Thank you. And we can't <laughs> wait to have you soon again here with us. Yeah, I'm always happy to come back. And I'll keep listening to the Easy Languages podcast. Thank you, Kari. I'll see you. Tschüss. Tschüss. Tschüss.